presenting Superman. It's a bird. It's a plane. Well, maybe not, but it is another chapter of Reimagined. I'm your host, Ross Simmons, and today you are hearing audio from 80 years ago. Yes, the show you're about to hear first aired in March of 1940. It's amazing to look back and realize the impact that these stories have had for 80 years. The original Superman radio show, which you're hearing audio from today, took many risks to fight for humankind, not only on air, but also off air tackling issues that are all too familiar, ones that we're still fighting today. Something that you might not be too familiar with is that in the 40s, Superman battled the Ku Klux Klan. Yes, the same and very real KKK that exists today. In 1946, Superman delivered a powerful blow to the KKK in a 16-part series called Clan of the Fiery Cross. Those stories helped expose the KKK and their hateful message to the world, and we hope to expose it once again. We've been digging through that series and many more, just like it, and we're excited to bring them to you in the future. So if you're listening for the very first time, please make sure that you hit subscribe and you won't miss a single episode. Now, back to today's show. As you know, Superman has always been about the quest for truth and power. And today we're going to find out if our hero is any closer to saving humankind. In last week's episode, Superman was headed towards the Madison. Aboard the ship are two stowaways ready to steal something very important. And they're willing to get it by any means necessary. Will Superman be able to reach the captain before it's too late? This is Reimagined, the adventures of Superman. Now, Superman, when we last saw Clark, he was in the midst of a baffling mystery, waiting at the hospital to interview the girl he had saved in the nick of time from a burning building. He had heard a scream. Two men, posing as the girl's relatives, had visited her room, stabbed her, and suddenly vanished. Today, as our story continues, some time has passed. The girl's injury proved not to be serious. She is now well enough to give Clark Kent his interview, though nervous and upset. As her story approaches its climax, she becomes more and more excited. Listen. Mr. Kent, when I woke up here in the hospital, first thing I saw, the very first thing, were those two faces bending over my bed. Bartley Pemberton and Joseph Deneen. They're the ones who tried to kill you? But they're the head officers of the North Star Mining Company. Of course they are. Don't you understand? Mr. Kent, I was their office secretary. About two months ago, I found out what they were doing. Mr. Kent, they weren't honest. They were swindlers. They sold people's stock in a mine out west. A mine with no gold in it. Go on, Miss Anderson. If you're not too tired... I want you to know what happened. I found some letters and some secret diagrams and maps. And then came the morning of the fire. Yes? Go on. I got down to the office early that morning and began going through his desk. I was in his office all alone. I knew I had at least an hour before he got in. I stood there opening and shutting drawers. All the time, I didn't have any idea that there was somebody watching me. Have you by any chance been investigating the activities of the North Star Mine, Miss Anderson? Have you? All right. Since you've caught me, yes, I have. You've caught me and I've caught you, you swindler. Hold it, Joe. Now, look here, girl. What do you mean by calling us swindlers? You realize you can go to jail for that? Jail? You're a fine pair to be talking about jail. 
That's where you're going. I've got written proof. No, that's a lie, Miss Anderson. You have no proof. No? What about that letter you wrote a month ago to Barker out west? What about the crooked figures? What about those records you were looking for just last week? Well, what about them? I have them, that's all. Yeah. Every single one of them. Where you'll never find them, Joseph Deneen. Never in the world. Not you or anybody else. Are you sure of that, Miss Anderson? Mr. Deneen and I are very clever at finding things. You'll never find these papers. I'm the only one in the world who knows where they are. The only one, huh? Well, how fortunate. All right, grab it, Joe. She told us all we need to know. Get away! Don't you dare! Go on, go on, yell. There's nobody here. It won't be for another half hour. And by that time, by that time, Miss Anderson, we'll be gone. Gone for good, and you'll still be here. Go on, Joe. Catch her. Time's up. I guess I was a fool, all right, Mr. Kent. I just didn't stop to think. I shouldn't have told him I was the only person who knew. Oh, Miss Anderson, those papers, why were they so anxious to keep anyone from finding them? Mr. Kent, I don't know. It must be something more than just proof of the spindle. Miss Anderson, where did you hide them? What did you do with those maps and diagrams? My brother. He's the captain of a freight steamer, the Madison. Yes? I gave him all the papers in a package and told him to put them in the ship's safe. And that's where they are now? Does your brother know what they are? No. I didn't tell him. Oh, Mr. Kent. I can just see those two faces bending over me. I can't stand. Now, here. Please, Miss Anderson, don't. Look, here comes the nurse. Uh, Mr. Kent, I just heard from an orderly. Those men came in a car. A car? What kind of a car? A big black sedan. Yes? Licensed 2406. 2406. So long, Miss Anderson. Where are you going? To find that car. Thanks, nurse. Mr. Kent, it's still at the parking lot. They left it there. Fine, that makes it easier. See you later. 2406. Well, if that isn't a break, I never heard one. Ah, here's the parking lot. And there's the car. Down. Now to see what I can find. Maybe an address, records, something to tell where they are. Ah, locked. I've got to get in. Hope nobody's looking. Now then, I'll just take a door off that big fist. Ah, now into the glove compartment. Ah, nothing. Nothing but guns. Two pistols. Well, Superman can take care of those. Hey, hey, what's that guy doing? Look! Oh, they've seen me. Gotta get out of here. He's wrecked the car. He's thrown the door off. Get him! Get him! Yeah, come on. Come on. Come on. Sorry, boys. Can't stay. Gotta get back to my paper and write up this story as Clark Kent. In a hideout near the waterfront, Bartley Pemberton and Joseph Deneen stare grimly at the black type that tells so much and is so silent on the one thing they want most to know whether their ex-secretary, June Anderson, has turned the incriminating papers over to the police. Pemberton decides to visit the Daily Planet office and learn what he can. Disguised as Dr. Ambrose, an investor in the North Star Mining Company, he pays a call on Clark Kent. Hey there, Kent. Somebody wants to see you. Huh? All right, who is he? Right this way. That's Mr. Kent. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, Mr. Kent, Mr. Clark Kent, who wrote the story on the North Star Mine. Yes. I'm Clark Kent. What can I do for you? Uh, won't you sit down? Uh, thanks. Uh, Mr. Kent, I'm a medical man, Dr. Ambrose, and every Ambrose? penny I possess is invested in the North Star Mining Company. Oh, say, I'm terribly sorry, Doctor. Oh, Mr. Kent, you don't mean I'm that. I'm afraid I do. 
Those fellows, Pemberton and Deneen, were out-and-out confidence men. Swindlers. What? They were? Why, the crooks, the rascals. I'm sorry about your savings, Doctor. Mr. Kent, my loss is not half so serious as the fact that men like that are still at large. Well, don't worry. They won't be long. Oh, you'll catch them? You have the proof? Not yet, but we will have. Not yet? I I don't understand. If you haven't the proof now, where is it? Oh, Kent. Kent, man, I, I've been looking for you everywhere. Oh, I... I'm sorry, I didn't see you were busy. Oh, Mr. White, I just got in. Uh, this is Dr. Ambrose. He invested in the North Star Mine. Yes. Mr. White, Doctor. Uh, how do you do, How Doctor? do you do? Yes, I should say I did invest. Uh, it was great work on your part, Kent. I just got a call from the district attorney's office. What did they say? They checked the girl's story, and it's true. She has got a brother who's the captain of a tramp steamer, and she did give him the package of papers just before he sailed. Well, bless me, you don't mean it. Yes, isn't that something, Doctor? Uh, where's the tramp steamer heading for, Mr. White? Well, they asked us not to print it. But she's the Madison, running south from here to Charleston. The, uh, Madison, hey? When will it arrive in Charleston? The day after tomorrow. And the minute she docks, one of the DA's men will step aboard and pick up the package. I guess that'll put those crooks behind the bars all right when they're caught. Yes, indeed, Mr. Editor, when they're caught. Well, uh, I'll not keep on disturbing you, gentlemen. Don't say no. I didn't mean to interrupt you in Kent. If there's anything you want to know, Dr. Ambrose... Not a thing, Mr. Kent. I'll just run along. My business, you know, it's it's been a pleasure, a real pleasure. Well, if you're sure there's nothing I can tell you... No, no, nothing whatever. You told me all there is to tell. Well, good day, gentlemen. Good day. Real pleasure. Well, what do you make of him, Kent? I can't imagine, Mr. White. He's probably worried stiff over his money. Mm, you can't blame him for that. No. Now, where are you going? Back up to the hospital. There's a whole lot more of that story. I want to talk to that Anderson girl again. See you later, Mr. White. And you say you've heard from your brother? I had a wireless message. Uh-huh. The papers are all right, and he'll turn them over to the police when he docks at Charleston. Well, now all we have to do is find Deneen and Pemberton. I'll feel safer when Nick goes. <laughs> you and an old doctor that called him here a while ago... Said he'd invested heavily in the North Star Mining Company. Poor man. What was his name? Why, uh, Ambrose. Dr. Ambrose. I don't recall any investor by that name. All the time I was talking to Mr. White about the Madison, the doctor just stood there biting his lips and tapping his index finger on the desk as though... What? What's the matter, Miss Anderson? What did you say he did? Bit his lips and tapped with his finger? Why, yes. What's so odd about that? Nothing. Only... Mr. Kent, this old doctor... Do you remember how tall he was? Sure, about half a head shorter than I am. And did his eyebrows meet in front in a straight line? Why, yes, they did. Mr. Kent, the finger that he tapped with, was there a scar on the knuckle? Did you notice that? Miss Anderson, you know him? Who was he? Oh, can't you guess, Mr. Kent? It was Bartley Pemberton, president of the North Star Mining Company. And now he knows. Bartley Pemberton? Well, Miss Anderson... What if he does know? Oh, don't you see? Don't you understand? He wants those papers. He'll do anything to get them. He'll take a plane or a fast oh, boat. He'll no, catch no. a steamer. Oh, He'll kill my brother. Now we're really getting somewhere. Take a boat, will he? And catch the steamer and kill the captain. I think not, Britain. Not this time. And not while Superman is around. There's Sandy Hook. You've got a good start, Pemberton. But you'll need it. Faster! Faster! Is that the Madison? That big hulk up there ahead? That's her, boss. Caught up with her in good shape. Watch out for this wave! Bart, what are you gonna do? Hoist distress signal, shoot off the rocket, get that captain to take us aboard. And what? Well, then we'll see. But whatever happens, we've got to have those papers. So make sure nobody else does. Stand by, Joe. Here comes more water. 
All right, sailor, let go of the rockets. Signal that freighter to heave to. Give her the whistle. Aye, aye, sir. Board the Madison when Pemberton and Deneen demand the papers from Captain Anderson's safe. And when Superman comes streaking down from the northern sky in hot pursuit. Tune in with us next time and follow the exciting transcription. And there you have it, another daring rescue by Superman. He secured the bag and he saved the captain. But as you heard, there is more work to be done. I'm Ross Simmons, and that was The Steamship. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and if you did, please leave us a review and a rating. We want as many people as possible to rediscover these amazing stories. And your comments, your reviews, your tweets, your posts, you name it, they all help us do exactly that. So please subscribe, leave us a rating and review. We'll be back next week with another episode of Reimagined, The Adventures of Superman. Thank you.